When neo-Nazis and white nationalists march in Charlottesville chanting, Jews will not replace us, the anti-Semitism was on display for all to see. The march was not a spontaneous event, but a well-organized one, fueled by anti-Semitism, racism, homophobia, Islamophobia, and other forms of hate. That march in August of 2017 turned from words to violence, ultimately leading to the death of Heather Heyer. A lawsuit has been brought by Integrity First for America. The suit is designed to hold accountable those who unleashed the hate, violence, and terror that marred that city. The suit, being spearheaded by attorney Roberta Kaplan, is taking on the leadership of the white nationalist movement. What Kaplan and the organization are doing is very important. I encourage you to learn more about the progress of that suit by going to the website of Integrity First for America. Eric Ward, an expert on white nationalism and the executive director of Western State Center, explains that when neo-Nazis were chanting, Jews will not replace us, they believe that Jews are secretly pulling the levers of power. In the face of the progress of the civil rights movement, neo-Nazis and the white nationalists needed an explanation as to how the black community, who they deemed inferior, could have been so successful. Ward explains that for the white nationalists, and now I quote, some secret cobble, some mythical power must be manipulating the social order behind the scenes. That this diabolical evil must control television, banking, entertainment, education, and even Washington, D.C. It must be brainwashing white people, rendering them racially unconscious. It is, of course, the Jews. Unquote. This theory of replacement, that whites are losing control of America, which they deem is rightfully theirs, is not only being promoted by neo-Nazis marching in the streets of Charlottesville, it's also found its way onto national TV. Tucker Carlson of Fox TV has been making the same claim on his show with a bit more nuance and style, but it's replacement theory nonetheless. The Anti-Defamation League, known for speaking out against anti-Semitism, recognized exactly what Carlson was saying and issued a statement demanding that he be fired. The statement by the ADL in part reads, and now I quote again, in a segment on his program dealing with voting rights and allegation of voter disenfranchisement, Tucker Carlson disgustingly gave an impassioned defense of the white supremacist great replacement theory. The hateful notion that the white race is in danger of being replaced by a rising tide of non-whites. While couching his argument in terms of what he described as the Democratic Party attempting to replace traditional voters with immigrants from third world countries, Carlson's rhetoric was not just a dog whistle to racist, it was a bullhorn. And they continued, make no mistake, this is dangerous stuff. The Great Replacement Theory is a classic white supremacist trope that undergirds the modern white supremacist movement in America. In short, this is not legitimate political discourse. It is dangerous race-baiting, extremist rhetoric. Oh, as you would expect, when he was challenged for what he was doing, Carlson didn't back down. He simply doubled down on what he said, claiming that this wasn't racism or anti-Semitism, but all about voting rights. Let's be clear. 
Just because Carlson can stare into a camera with a bemused look on his face, claiming that he's not using racist rhetoric, doesn't make it so. He can try to dress up his noxious ideas and use fancy graphics and music interrupted now and again by some commercials, but that doesn't change a thing. Carlson is trafficking in extreme and dangerous ideas that harm our nation and put people at risk. I'm Rabbi Robert Barr of Congregation Beth Adam and our Jewish community. And as always, thanks for listening.